Welcome to the WFNC Podcast Pepper, where Good Morning Fayetteville with Goldie lives. So you've changed the name a little bit since last time you were here. I seem to remember it was like the North Carolina Civil War History Center. You've added a word now. Correct. We realize that the period of time that we're going to be talking about in the museum covers the 1835 to 1900 period. And one of the most important things that happened during that period was the period that we call Reconstruction Mm -hmm. after the war. And all of the things that happened that we never talk about, we're going to talk about. It's time to talk about that period in the history of North Carolina. So give us an update on the progress, because last time you were here, we talked about the funding. I believe that you Mm -hmm. did get a commitment of funding from the city and the county, and now the state's got to chip in a pretty good amount. So, Mac, bring us up to date on where we are. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Um, What what we started with, obviously, we told you, was that we had a $5 million goal for local community. When when we go to build a state museum, the the caliber and the size we're talking about, we needed to show Fayetteville's commitment. So we had a $5 million goal. We're all, we've already surpassed over $7 million from the local private people, and, mm-hmm. and that speaks well of Fayetteville. I can tell you that people in Raleigh have been shocked that when, when they saw that kind of commitment. Next thing we did was talk to – we continue to lobby the, at the state level, but we, the city and the county, both of them committed to $7.5 million per, pursuant to the fact that the state fully funds the museum. So we haven't, we haven't gone to them and gotten any money and blown it already. What we've done is we've got a commitment – of that money. That, again, speaks reams to the state of, look, Fayetteville and Cumberland County are on board. And, and I will tell you that we had a unanimous vote from both city and county, and it really meant a lot to our efforts with the state of North Carolina. We got $5 million in startup money from the state of North Carolina about 18 months ago. And um, it's really helped us to do some of the planning and everything else. We've got some exciting things actually going on right now on the property. But from a funding standpoint, it really showed a commitment in the state. And they looked back at us and they said, okay, we'll give you a start, but you've got to continue what you're doing. So right now what we're doing is we are going out in the state to private companies and trying to get commitments from them to be funders also. So we can compile all this money together for the $65 million total price tag. But again, the thing that, that that's important about it all is the state will – will pay the the vast majority, not the vast majority, but over half of that. It's their museum. It's a state-owned museum. And as I've talked to you before, the great thing about this museum is once we build this as a community, it belongs to the state. Mm-hmm. It won't cost the citizens of Cumberland County and Fayetteville a dime to maintain this thing. Five years down the road, we're not going to have a tax increase. Five years down the road, we're not going to have anything like this. This will be nothing but a, ge- a revenue generator for this community after we build it. I know you did a groundbreaking. For those who are not familiar, they're new to town, talk about where you are going to build. We are going to be building on a piece of property that's about four acres and a little more um, up at the top of Haymount. Actually, it's um, on the side where the Rayford Road and my rover cross. We'll be building, um, right now, we're in the process of moving houses to one side of the property. Um, The whole site plan calls for a large museum building, which will be near Rayford Road. And on the other end of our property, near Branson Street, there will be a village of restored houses, Civil War era houses that are part of Fayetteville's heritage. 
and we'll be using those as as um, a village to sort of set the stage for seeing the ruins of the arsenal and then coming into the museum and learning about the history of the period. I imagine needing money from Raleigh, you need to have our local politicians in step uh, for support of this. So let me ask you about Soka and Meredith and Richardson and Clark. Are they on board with all of this? Are they supporting this? Will they help you in Raleigh to secure that funding? Yeah, yeah, they've been fantastic. They've been they've been selling their colleagues in Raleigh and helped us secure the first five million. I mean, without them, we would not have this opportunity. I mean, like any time a local community goes to the state and asks for money, there's there's a hundred other counties or ninety nine other counties mm-hmm. in the state that want right. that money. So our, our when we've been when we've been working with with lobbying in Raleigh, but it, it is critical that the people of Fayetteville and and our local elected officials have stepped up and said Billy Richardson, all of them have stepped up to us and said. John Soka led the way in the House and with, with Billy's help from the Democratic side and, and, and helped obtain this funding the first time. They've been great, and they've selling our colleagues on the need to have this state-run museum in favor. We did have some, a, a couple of people in the legislature say to us, we wouldn't have given you that $5 million in the beginning right. if we hadn't intended to try to give you the rest of it. And we're trying to do everything we can to get our portion of the money so that when we go back to them, which will be very soon, they can't say, you didn't do your part. Right. Then we can say to them, now it's time for you to do your part for this project for Fayetteville. Talking with Mary Lynn Bryan and Mac Healy about the North Carolina Civil War and Reconstruction History Center. You know, with the baseball stadium about four or five months away from completion and actually playing ball there, it's really raised the profile and it's raised the discussion of some of the things that Fayetteville needs to bring tourists. You you heard John Morosky on uh, a little while ago talking about the things that help him out as the head of Fayetteville Area Convention and, and Visitors Bureau. You know, we've had Robert Van Gians on from the Fayetteville mm-hmm. Cumberland Economic Development Corporation. All of these are, you know, bullets in the arsenal, I guess, uh, for these guys to bring folks to Fayetteville when you're talking about the uh, Civil War and Reconstruction History Center, when you're talking about a baseball stadium, when you're talking about a performing arts center. Have you kind of felt that as you go out there and spread the word about this project that people are really listening now because they know how important these things are? I think so. I think without question. There's a lot more interest in our project. And now when we say we may bring upwards of 130,000 people here with just this museum Mm -hmm. every year, People are beginning to sit up and take notice because that means new businesses, uh, both people to stay overnight and people to eat, and um, economic development and perhaps a higher tax base brings all kinds of good things to our community and a statewide visibility in our community because of the educational aspects of our project. The other thing we're hearing a lot of lot from people is that this museum is the only one of its kind in the country. Um, this, we we bring a museum that that nobody else has, and as people travel up and down ninety five, they have other options for performing arts places. They have other options for baseball, but this is going to be a unique project that no one else will have. Nobody in the, we have found no museum in the country that's going to focus on the, that period of Reconstruction. Um, believe it or not, the the annual Civil War 
tourism in the, in the country today is $2 billion a year. Now, it'd be awful nice to get our fair share of that right off 95. And, and these are folks that go to the reenactments and, and all exactly. those things. Yeah. Yep. And, when they, mm-hmm. and when they come to Fayetteville, they're going to go to our botanical garden. They're going to go to our Airborne Special Operations Museum. They're going to eat lunch. They're going to spend the night, hopefully, because there's a criti- we now have a critical mass with all these different things mm-hmm. that say, I'm not zipping in, zipping out. I'm staying in Fayetteville. Let me ask you about some of our local politicians. And now this has been a few months ago. I don't know where they stand now, but there was some concern over some of our African-American politicians that this Civil War History Center had to tell all sides of the story. They were a little worried since this was such a sensitive time uh, in our history, especially for African-Americans. Where is Mayor Colvin on this now? Where are some of our commissioners? Do you feel like everybody's on board now? I do feel that way. Um, Mayor Colvin has been very supportive of what we're doing. So has Chancellor Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had um, really great support for them. When we had our soft opening and um, the event in April where people came to see us and know that we were going to move the houses that are going to start the project, both Chancellor Anderson and the mayor stood up and supported the project and said what a wonderful opportunity it would be for everyone. And we are very sensitive to that. And we want to be sure that we are inclusive and that we do tell everybody's story. It's not, it's not something we take lightly. We think of this as a very serious period of history that we're tackling and we want to do it right for everybody. The last thing I will ask the two of you is for a timeline. What do things look like, Mac? I, and I hear yeah. kind of smiling. <laughs> that, depends, oh, that depends how much you're going to give me today. Yeah, he, 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 he had to ask me. I know. Raising money is no fun. You know, we have politicians on the show all the time that say the worst part of, of being a politician is having to put your hand out and ask people for money. It's not a natural thing. Some people, it makes some people very uncomfortable. So, yes, I know it has a lot to do with the fundraising. It does. If you had your druthers, when would you like to see construction started and the Civil War and Reconstruction History Center be operational? If I had my druthers, we would we were to get the remaining funding the next budget session, which mm-hmm. is in July mm-hmm. of next year, and we could then go to, to construction documents and everything else. And it'll probably be an 18-month, two-year minimum from breaking ground. But if I had my druthers, the fundraising would be done in the next eight months. Now, it's certainly a, a tall task, but... Um, this is, a, as Mary Lynn said, this is an incredibly important issue that, that, that we seem to be the only community right now in the country that's willing to take up this task and have these hard discussions. And so I think everybody realizes the timeliness of this. You know, one of the things we've often said in this process was ignoring these critical issues for the last 150 years ain't doing real well. Right. Um, <laughs> so, and, and Raleigh sees that. So, so I think they understand that the timeliness of let's, let's put these issues on the table to begin to talk about. We're not going to put them to bed. We're not going to solve any problems. But the more we talk, the more we realize that everybody has a point of view and everybody has an angle that, uh, of their own history that's worth everybody listening to. So we're hoping that they're excited about it and they want to move it forward. Mary Lynn, final words, final thoughts, final comments? Just keep tuned and keep supporting our efforts. We've been at this for 12 years, and as Max said, we would be happy, glad, and delighted to have it all finished and a museum sitting there with 
people coming in the door and students learning about our history. So help us, support us, and talk about it in a very positive way. It's a very positive project for Fayetteville and for our state. This is the WFNC Podcast Pepper. And listen to Good Morning Fayetteville with Goldie live every weekday morning at 6 on News Talk 640 WFNC.